Welcome to the Watershed Teaching Podcast. Watershed is the high school ministry of Perimeter Church in Johns Creek, Georgia. Perimeter Church is part of the Presbyterian Church in America. Watershed is a place where we hope high school students would connect, receive, and transform. We want to see students connect with God and others through healthy community, receive His truth through gospel-centered, grace-based teaching, and be transformed by the gospel to then go transform their world. Thank you for downloading this podcast. For more information, please visit us at www.perimeter.org slash watershed. Hi, I'm Kate. I'm the Discipleship Coordinator for Student Ministries at Perimeter. Um, And this is the last talk in our series on Romans 8, titled Beyond. Tonight I'm going to talk to you about hope. And I think that's something that we all need right now, and I think it's a great way to end this series because we have great hope in our Lord um, Jesus Christ. And um, every year I, I pick a word for the year, um, and this year as I was praying through what word I wanted to be kind of the theme for my year, the thing that... I grow in the thing that I pray over my year, the word I came up with was hope. I've often laughed um, that that was the word that I chose for this year in particular because it's been a year marked with many challenges. It's been a year marked um, by COVID. It's been a year marked by turmoil um, in our country with riots and Black Lives Matter and, and, and so much is going on. And yet, Um, God, he is asking us to have hope. Um, And oftentimes, our hope grows in the midst of tribulation. So I'm going to read to you from Romans 8, 31 through 39, and we'll dive in. It says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies, who is to condemn. Christ Jesus is the one who died, more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God and Jesus Christ, our Lord. There's so much hope in this passage. Um, We don't even have time to dive into all that this is is telling us about the love that God has for us. But I'm going to go over three points quickly with you today. First of all, we can have hope because God is for you. It says in in this passage, if God is for us, who can be against us? 
So no matter what your circumstances may be like, no matter how dark it may appear, and that might look different for, for each of you, no matter whether you're stressed and have anxiety because of school, if your family has been impacted by COVID because of, of, of health concerns or financially, whether you have been um, rejected by your friends, whatever the darkness is that you're walking through, you can have hope because God is still for you even in the midst of that. No matter what tribulation we go through, he is for us. There's a popular worship song right now called The Blessing. And in that, the lyrics say, May his presence go before you and behind you and beside you, all around you and within you. He is with you. He is with you. In the morning and the evening, in your coming and your going, in your weeping and rejoicing, he is for you. He is for you. This song was written based on the priestly blessing in the book of Numbers. God gave that blessing to Moses to give to the Israelites, saying that if God's name was on the Israelites, if he was with them, then they had nothing to fear because they would never be separated from the love of Christ. Therefore, even when they are weeping, even when they were walking in the wilderness, even when they had a whole army coming against them, they did not have to fear because God was for them and he would protect them because his name was on them. And so if you have put your trust and your hope in Jesus Christ, the same promise is true for you, that he is for you. And I know that can be hard to believe sometimes. I've been there. I've had moments where I'm like, God, where are you? Because it all seems dark. Everything feels heavy. And it feels like one thing after another. And yet we have the promise of scripture. We have the promise of the story of the Israelites and how God rescued them out of Egypt. How God brought them to the land of Canaan. How he fulfilled his promise and he will fulfill his promise for you that he is for you the second point is that God has conquered death we have hope because God has conquered death it says in verses 35 through 37 who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall tribulation distress persecution famine nakedness danger or sword no in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us Therefore, if God has conquered suffering and death, which he has because Jesus Christ came, his only son, his only son he did not spare in order to give us life. He gave him as a sacrifice and Jesus rose from the dead. Therefore, death itself cannot separate us from the love of God. We have seen a lot of death this year. We've seen it in COVID. We've seen it in um, the shooting of, of black men. We've seen it in um, riots and people being harmed. We've seen a lot of death. And yet God is saying, even death cannot separate you from my love. And strangely enough, it's, it's almost 
in the darkest times that our hope can grow even stronger because we need it the most. Sally Lloyd-Jones, she wrote the Jesus Storybook Bible, which is a beautiful book um, just talking about the story of scripture in language that children can understand, and yet it really can minister to our hearts um, as well. And she says at the, at the end of the Jesus Storybook Bible, um, based on the book of Revelation, he knew in some mysterious way that everything was going to be more wonderful for having once been so sad. And he knew that the ending of this story was going to be so great, it would make all the sadness and tears and everything seem like just a shadow that is chased away by the morning sun. And so in the midst of this hard year, we have hope because we know that God is going to make everything new and that he has the power, he has the authority to redeem it all. And we can't see the ending right now. But that's the beauty of hope is that our hope is in what is not seen but is what, what is unseen. But we know that we can have hope because we see the proof of God fulfilling his promises in Scripture. So we know that he will fulfill his promise again. The final thing is, just like I've said already, nothing can separate us from God's love. I think it's very easy for us sometimes to equate God's love for us with earthly love. And I know that many of you have probably experienced broken love. Love that you might have been betrayed by a parent, you might have been betrayed by a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a sibling maybe even a teacher. But God's love is different. It is unconditional. It is perfect. It is not based on how well you perform for him. It is not based on how well you love him back. He loves you unconditionally, and he wants you to receive that love. And that is where our hope lies, is in his love for us. God is not surprised by this year. <laughs> in fact, he is asking us as Christians to put our faith on display by having hope in the midst of such a dark year and having hope that he is going to redeem all things, even COVID, even the loss of time at school, even the loss of, um, you know, just conflict within our country. He is going to redeem it because we see his promise throughout scripture. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Are you hoping today in what you can see or cannot see? I would challenge you to hope in what you cannot see. And although our hope is in something that is to come, we get to experience God's never-ending love right now in the here and now. And I want you to embrace that. I want you to trust that. And so I think this is actually the best year to cling to hope because we have hope for greater things to come.